So Leanne, uh, what is your response to the deadline and what the Department of Education has thus far managed to achieve? So the Minister and all nine of the MECs have actually failed to meet the deadline because in Gauteng and the Western Cape schools, although schools have, all schools have been provided with water, electricity and toilets, um, you have asbestos schools in both those provinces, schools made entirely of asbestos. Um, in Gauteng there are 29 and in the Western Cape there are 15 that are on private land. Um, so every school that has been attended to because of the school infrastructure law is a victory. Um, and it's a victory for our members because they are the ones who forced the minister to promulgate the norms and standards in the first place. Um, and there were many schools who would not have been attended to if it wasn't for the norms and standards. But we, it's still far, far from over. Um, we have just returned from visiting schools in the Eastern Cape earlier this month, and schools there are in crisis conditions. Do you at least get a sense uh, that there is a willingness to comply with these norms and standards? No. Um, when the provinces were first asked to provide plans um, after the regulations were promulgated, provinces stated explicitly in the plan that they were not going to meet the deadline. So um, they planned to fail. Um, uh, the Eastern Cape has returned infrastructure money, 500 million rand worth of infrastructure money in the last financial year. So we feel that it's a lack of political will and a lack of capacity that has resulted in the deadline being missed. Are there any mitigating uh, factors with regard to that? Um, so the, the, the department will say that, um, you know, they are implementing um, agent issues, um, implementing agents not performing, and that is why we actually lodged court papers um, in May in the Bishu High Court. They were actually... Uh, filed in the court by equalizers, and that this court action, which is going to be um, heard early next year, the case uh, is to close these loopholes and so that there are no excuses and the DVE and the NECs can't be let off the hook. So, Leanne, um, why is equal education at this point taking Minister Motseha mm. to court, given that as of Tuesday, the schools have the right to take the minister to court um, uh, themselves? So, um, we want to close the loopholes in the regulations. So, a school, yes, is able to take the minister to court and to say, we want to force you um to now fix our schools, but there's also a need to attend to the regulations themselves. So, for instance, the DBE released uh, the school infrastructure delivery progress reports on Tuesday, but those progress reports are actually a year late. Um, They were meant uh, to be made public last year on the 29th of November. So what we're asking the court to do, among other things, is also to say to the DBE, you need to release documents like that that are important for public accountability within a reasonable time of the minister receiving them.
And, and what is the responsibility of communities in this regard? Because these schools, um, you know, are centers uh, within the community. They serve mm-hmm. uh, the entire community. So what is community's responsibility in this regard? Well, you know, we were really um, moved when we visited the Eastern Cape to see how communities used what little they have. Um, very impoverished communities in rural Eastern Cape, giving what little they have to actually build classrooms themselves. Um, We visited many schools. I personally visited one where a principal said, my school didn't have enough classrooms. Um, I wanted to leave. My husband actually built the classroom. Or where each member of the community gave 30 rand to buy building materials and actually built classrooms themselves. Um, so our communities are passionate about education. They want better for their children. They are doing what little they can, and the least government can do um, is, is provide for them.